I wouldn't I wouldn't watch Robert Morris if it was taking place outside my apartment. I got nothing for that. I don't even have an argument. Where is Robert Morris? Who cares? There are, wait a minute. Is Robert Morris, is there a campus outside of your apartment? Like, is that a, like a relative fact here? It might be. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Welcome to the Yak Sports Podcast with Joe Deck and Leela McRae. All right, Yak Sports Podcast is here. Uh, many, many sports, many of our usual sports entertainment is not, but we will be with you at least this week, and I, I, I hope keep going. But Joe Deck is with me. I'm Leland McRae, and uh, it's an odd time for uh, the world, uh, much less the Augusta County sports fan. But all of the sports that we're used to taking in have been put on a uh, postpone, which is just something that never has occurred in my life and many people's lives. Um, I mean, and to this rate, it, it, we did never see anything like this. So this is a weird time. And uh, I don't know. I, I don't, it's weird uh, going through each day, not at least looking into sports, checking on a score, having it on in the background, especially this time of year. It's the main focus uh, of my entertainment. So um, it's, it's been a weird couple of days. Yeah. Um, I was looking forward to listening to the conference tournaments via radio or audio only uh, while I was at work. Um, That's not a thing. Uh, So obviously March Madness won't be a thing, which stinks um, because that's an exciting tournament every year. I mean, Uh, this year would have been legitimate. Yeah, it's a legitimate party. It's a legitimate party. It's a legitimate holiday weekend. Uh, next weekend would be a legitimate holiday weekend. I take off work. We have people over continually for four days. You're one of them. Um, and it's, I mean, it's, it's the only time of year we really host people <laughs> for like a lot of, you know, multiple days or anything. It's, I mean, at Christmas, we kind of end up always going to other people's houses and stuff. So um, it's a legitimate holiday. And I mean, this is the Grinch that stole Christmas, uh, you know, like it's just taken from us. So, um, I think the interesting thing, I think the interesting thing here too, is it would have been a wide open tournament. And you and I talked about this yeah. last week. It was so wide open. You couldn't, you couldn't really pick a team. Like maybe Kansas, they were going to be the overall, overall number one seed. It looked like, uh, barring a loss in the big 12 tournament, but you know, you'd seen them stumble. You you knew they weren't invincible. Uh, Dayton looked really good. I think that was the exciting thing for me. It was like, Oh wow. Someone from the a 10 might win it this year. Like Dayton, that would be so cool to see someone not from the power five win one mainly because and, I don't like I'm, the power five favorites, but, and my, um, I can't, I don't know if I said this last week or not. I think I was probably holding it for this week with tournament coming out. You know, I was kind of betting on the blue bloods. I was betting on the teams that had been there before one national championships before yeah. I was looking at the Kansas, the Kentucky, the Dukes, the Michigan States, you know, those type of teams, um, to have the more success just because they had the coaches that, had coached their teams there before. And so we won't find out if my argument was right or wrong or if date a team like Dayton or, or San Diego state or somebody like that can make a run. So, um, I, you know, a first, okay, just, just putting it out there. And you and I, I know feel this. We're not saying we, we just wish things were different. We're not saying, um, it's it was been the, an overreaction by any, right, like right. this is, this is supposed to be happening. This is the right call. Every I wish maybe where the word postponed was involved, but not canceled. But they they chose that the right call. Moving on. I just you know I do feel bad outside of the real things in life when you get to sports. I do feel bad for a team like Dayton that you know that is not they're not even like a Gonzaga where they are 
good, and then they have their uptick years where they're one seeds. I mean, this is Dayton. They're coming out of nowhere. And uh, maybe, they, maybe they're building a good program there. They can keep their coach there. Maybe they can get back to this. But, like, with Dayton, you might have been looking at, like, a once-in-a-lifetime situation right there or, you know, once-in-a-generation situation. So I, I feel bad for the people around that program. I mean, across the board for college athletes and these seniors, um, you feel bad that, you know, the – the pinnacle of the season wasn't able to be even gotten to and you weren't able to play it out and figure it out. And that's the best thing about college basketball. It's the argument you always make for college football for expanding the playoff. Like it plays itself out. Everybody's got a chance. You, you have a pathway to do what you want to do. And, and for that not to even exist this year um, is unfortunate and it, and it stinks. Um, but like I said, I, we were accepting of the decision-making. It's just, um, you know, it, it sinks. <laughs> it's not yeah. fun for anybody. And uh, so you, it's going to be a lot of wondering what could have been uh, with this, uh, especially this NCAA basketball tournament, guys and girls. Yeah. Um, and, and it's, you know, we, we're focusing on the college basketball and that aspect right now. But I mean, even soccer, I know you're not a big soccer fan, but they, they've I've been looking at all the soccer talk because they've had to postpone uh, their season is what they're calling it right now is postponing. Um, but the problem, if this postponement lasts a while, is with all the different tournaments that kind of confuse the average American and make it hard for them to tune in sometimes. With all those tournaments and competitions backing up with clubs and then the national teams, um, it's hard to find the time to fit that in. So there's going to be cancellations and that yeah, there's talking about just there's talking about do you award the title to Liverpool they're by far on top of the table no one's going to catch them but if you call the season and say okay wherever we are in the table that's how it ends there's teams at the bottom that were hoping for more matches to avoid relegation and that's a big financial thing so that would be the bigger side of it yeah that's a big deal standing set right uh if the standings were to end today and those teams were to get relegated they stand to lose a fortune on top of whatever they're missing from gate and tv deals right now uh with the postponement through the coronavirus so and it's that way all across europe and all the leagues so it's going to be interesting to see what they do i would imagine liverpool is still going to get the title some some way i would be shocked if they null and void the entire season um but i don't know so we'll see it's it's an unprecedented thing so It'll be an unprecedented decision no matter what it is. Considering, from what I understand, they just play the regular season and then they award that title. Mm-hmm. So there's no playoff. Right. Liverpool was almost uncatchable as it was. Um, I I would accept that title a lot easier than what I heard out of Florida coming back to college basketball. Yeah. That the Florida Senate, you know, stated that Florida State won the national championship in basketball and it got approved 37 to two or whatever it was in the Florida Senate. Like that was that, the two senators so, from Gainesville that said no. So <laughs> meaningless. <laughs> so unbelievably meaningless. And now I saw a lot of, you know, jokes and, and shade on Florida State for that. If Florida State puts a banner up in their in their Coliseum, then I'll throw all kinds of shade. But I mean, the Senate, they can say whatever. If the team doesn't celebrate, then then and I don't think they will. I mean, they all would know that's bogus. They can celebrate their ACC championship. They canceled the tournament, and then they brought Florida State back on the court there and awarded them the trophy, and that that's they fine. would be the, yeah. the one. That's fine because they achieved the regular season championship, had already fully earned it, and then there was no tournament. So they, they, they can celebrate that. And in the world of ACC, 
that ACC basketball championship is a meaningful thing. That's not just another notch on the board. You know, that's not a, a district championship for Riverheads or something. You know, that's, that's, that's a meaningful thing in the ACC. If you win the ACC, the, that is pride and you carry it forward and, and you use that in arguments with opposing teams. But if Florida State wants to win some kind, you know, celebrate some kind of national championship, that would be ridiculous. I have not seen any indication from the school that they are. So no harm, no foul. You know, they can't control what the government does yeah, and for, and the about state of basketball. Florida. Like that's yeah. something they shouldn't even be talking about anyway right now. They should have <laughs> right. been talking about <laughs> testing kits. So, I mean, come on. Yeah, well, Florida's got their priorities. Um, but... <laughs> Yeah, if it was and, Carolina. It would make more sense to me if the state of North Carolina had done something like that, like Florida. Like I didn't know they cared that much about basketball. <laughs> well, and then you have, you know, and then there's the baseball seasons being postponed, and yep. they're talking about what to do with that. Whether you just axe the games on the front end, whether you try to tack them on at the end of the year, those seem to be the two ideas floated. So for somebody like me, I know I'm going to the Orioles Rangers series if it gets played in August, and I'm looking at that and I'm like, I I'll be honest, I'm tempted to buy the plane tickets now because they're never going to be cheaper, but I also don't know if this entire season is going to get scrapped at some point, depending on how long this goes. So the good thing is you'd be going down there and you have friends there. So like you're probably going to go either way. Well, yes. You would, barring, it. You would consider going there barring other restrictions happening. and travel restrictions. Well, yeah, but yeah. then you're probably getting a refund anyway. Uh, God willing. But yeah. Um, yeah, and so there's a lot going on and it's, it's frustrating. Um, as you said, it's frustrating from a standpoint of you and I love sports. We talk about it, you know, $85 million. <laughs> you'd give up sports for $85 million. I, I said, I wouldn't give up the <laughs> Orioles for $85 million. This. I know, right? <laughs> See, everybody <laughs> says they could do it until they have to. And Joe Deck, Joe Deck, the honesty broker here telling you that that was not the case. And I'm having to do without the Orioles. And I don't even get my $85 million for it. This is horrible. I'm giving up and watching The Office nonstop right now. <laughs> oh, I haven't given up The Office. Believe <laughs> no, that. No, yeah, I haven't given up The Office. I've been fully on it. Um, it's just running. That's my background uh, noise. Instead of sports right now, it's The Office. Uh, then it's Disney movies. And, uh, man, I was watching a lot of Big East tournament yesterday from years past. Uh, so, yeah. I know. <laughs> it's, it's, been, it's been weird. <laughs> well, I think uh, keeping it on the lighter side, I think it's funny. Uh, you see on Twitter all these different ways people are trying to get their sports fix. And I think one of the funnier ones was there was a group of college guys sitting in someone's house or maybe their apartment or whatever. And they have rigged up the old PS2 because they stopped making the college basketball video game a long time ago. So the old PS2 version of that, and they've created a bracket. I'm sure they downloaded updated rosters because somebody has no life and did that. So they've got brackets filled out and are playing out the tournament how they would see fit. Uh, and obviously you can tell some of them have, you see money on the floor. So they're gambling <laughs> on this, the computer playing out the games, uh, which is hilarious. So uh, funny stuff like that is, you know, I guess one of the things that I've been, I've been on Twitter a lot more uh, re- over the weekend, just looking at different yeah. things people are doing. And it's pretty funny. I like a lot of my timeline has guys pulling back out NCAA 2014 yep. and uh, playing I do have that. It. And a lot of Virginia, a lot of my Virginia Tech guys are, are like running seasons, running games with that. Um, and I'm actually like reading what they say. Like normally I probably would scoot right past that. But I mean, that's a game that I played nonstop, especially in college. Um, up until about 2012, I played it a lot. And I, uh, my wife got me 2012. Uh, and so I had a brand new, my first baby, 
and she could fit in my arm while I held the controller and I would play that in the fall. She was born in September and during that fall, I would play that uh, game. And I think that's the last time I played it consistently. Maybe <laughs> any kind of like two days in a row playing that game was then. So uh, we're talking eight years ago. Um, it, it's just been interesting uh, to see what people are doing. Even the bracket, uh, um, the thirst for a bracket. And I, I think I afforded you one or two of them. The, yeah. the one I like the best, just because it kind of fits in with our uh, conversations, was uh, the fast food brackets. And someone, I mean, put a lot of work into organizing it and like legitimately trying to get them in some kind of uh, bracket order and, and playing it out. And uh, you were you dove right in and were giving me uh, final. I gave you the and, final and four, winner. yeah. And uh, I haven't been able to dive into that, but like, it's funny what people, the effort people go into to still have their brackets, still have their you know competition curiosities. It's just it's it's been interesting. Uh, you know, with a house with three kids, I I've not been able to dive in deep on replacing those. I've just had more time for, you know, doing stuff around the house and and uh, you know, I I think I, I hang out with my kids a lot as it is, but you know, I even hang out with them even more. Um, I was off work at the end of week, so we've had a, a stretch here of um, of some solid time here, and uh, it's just the questions they ask. I guess this is the hardest part, and and this is I, yeah, we were we were staying light, but you know they ask real questions and they hear what we say, and um, they hear when we say something that has some sarcasm in it, but they don't understand the sarcasm because they're just just comprehending. I mean, they know when daddy's being joking, but like when we say something about this virus that they know nothing about, they, they think everything we say is accurate. So you got to kind of watch what you say, but it's, you know, it's crazy. And this is a time, you know, my two oldest kids, they're going to remember this. Um, especially my oldest, they're, they're going to remember this. So, you know, I remember things when I was in first grade, she's going to remember. So it's just, right. um, it's going to be an interesting thing for, for the rest of our lives, remembering this time and the way we felt. And, uh, you know, um, we're not even through this thing, you know, there's still a lot unknown and the story still has to play out, but it's, it's just a crazy time. And, uh, yeah, the fun things that we can do to, uh, keep our time and try to have some normalcy is, is probably been the most interesting thing this weekend, seeing how others are coping. Yeah, no. And, <laughs> It, it's going to be interesting to see how this goes and uh, how far it goes. And again, I, I, I put a post on social media, so I don't mind saying it on here. Uh, and chances are, if you're listening to this, you're probably friends with me on Facebook. So you probably saw it, but, um, I, I don't think this stuff is an overreaction. It's frustrating. It stinks, but there's a difference between something being frustrating and being an overreaction. And I think you just have to look elsewhere in the world to see what happens if you don't take this thing seriously the Italian government has shut everything down. Spain, I believe, has started to shut things down and are getting close to where Italy is. So if you don't take this seriously, it'll get worse. And that's why we're doing what some people view as overreactions. We're doing it so it doesn't spread further. And in the United States, this could be a real problem. We, we don't have yeah. the healthiest population in the world. We have one of the higher rates of diabetes in the world, and we have a lot of other people with a lot of health problems. I looked at an article today that I think said 60% of Americans have at least one underlying health condition that could pose a problem if they were to get coronavirus. So, yeah, it's not saying 60% of people who get coronavirus in this country are going to die if they have an underlying health problem, but it could cause problems. 
for them. And it could be an actual problem. And then you have to go get treated. And then you have to go into a hospital for that. And then if hospitals get overrun, then you have a real problem. So, yes, there are there is rationale behind this. And again, for all the people that think this is just a media circus and far overblown, I think you just have to look at these sports owners, if nothing else, and look at them and say, these people are the shrewdest business people in the world. They are not going to give up hundreds of millions of dollars if this isn't serious. And I think the front side of those decisions, you sent that tweet, soon after the NBA canceled on Thursday, which was, which are Wednesday night. Wednesday night was the craziest night. I, I can really remember the, mo- oh, I put the this, most, uneasy. the one I'm talking about is the one I put up on Friday, but. Okay. Um, however, I'll get back to it. Uh, Wednesday night was crazy. And it was the craziest. I think I felt legitimately since the, since September 11th, 2001, where you just didn't know what was going to happen next. And not that, the sports cancellations really mean things in this world, but the impact that they have on the high percentage of population, it, it, it creates uneasiness. So you have all this questioning, playing without fans for these tournaments, which seems weird, but okay. And then our president is on at nine o'clock and I don't know if he calmed any of my fears, um, pro- probably ramped them up just because I think he was um, legitimizing the fears that we were, we were having. And then right after that, NFL or NBA is canceled for the rest of the year or are suspended. Tom Hanks has it. It's just like, it's just was so real. And, and, and a lot of that other than the president talking, what really def- affects my day-to-day well-being, really only what the president was talking about as part of that, but the rest was just craziness. But I think the NBA having a player come down with this when it, when they did, and they just immediately suspend that kind of, you know, opened the door and kind of directed the other, these groups to stop, Stop doing this. And I think it also just the discussion of the NBA doing that talked about the risk that the NBA had with if they keep on going with a player that has it. Well, they have to quarantine these players. So how do you get around that? And then you have these fans and these referees and these staff workers around these people that potentially have like it was just so much liability. I mean, you said these guys are making decisions that are costing them money. And so that you only have to look at that, that like it, it has to be real and important for them to make a decision that costs them money. I don't think they did. I, I mean, I mean, I'm not really disagreeing with you, but I think they they were keeping money involved because they knew the liability if they kept on going as is or took a chance or this. I think they, they knew the financial outcome would be worse for them. I, I don't I, I don't think Mark Cuban makes decisions um, outside of what's going to be good for him financially. And I think it's just intertwined with it so much. And I, and I think it's legit that the liability, the potential for negative on that, all of these decisions were really important there. So um, I, I, I agree with your sentiment that look to these leaders who are making decisions that on the, on the, on the just precise front term right now cost them money and realize that this is what's best they're making decisions that are are not great for them because it is best for everybody. And in the end will be best for them because them leading the anti um, safety measures would be absolutely disastrous for their business. So, well, yeah, because also if you continue to play the spreads, it gets worse and you have, you know, people die, then you've got a problem. So the liability. Yeah. Yep. But let's move on. We'll um, come back to this because I I think it's going to be in the last block. But let's, for time's sake, let's move on to 
the little bit of sports that we did have on Monday and Tuesday. I'm talking to somebody that doesn't have the last name McCray right now. This is I, I got to get all my words in. <laughs> we can circle back to it. I think it's going to pop up again at the in the last block is my point. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Uh, you want to go to high school now? Let's um, let's talk about so what happened was, on, you know, yeah. Thursday, which was the last day we had sports. Thursday, Thursday, the last day of sports before they canceled the uh, VHSL state championships mid-afternoon. They got two of them in. They got the class two championships. They got the girls in. The LeRae girls were in that. A team familiar with our uh, listeners here. Um, and uh, they lost, but still a great season for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they lost to Gate City girls. And then Gate City boys played uh, John Marshall. And that's the team we've been talking about the last couple of weeks in this podcast because they were such an impressive class two team. Um, just set up what happened. I mean, I Gate City's coach. Scott Vermillion. Started in the post game press conference started really laying in to how John Marshall's team was built, their connections with AAU and um, really had negative things to say. He did. Um, He did stress that he didn't want to take anything away from the kids themselves because they worked hard. They're very talented kids. They won the game. Gate city was actually in that game for three quarters and kind of midway through the third and the fourth, it kind of got away from him. Um, I was following that game on Twitter um, cause it's the only game yeah. going on, but, um, he, Scott Vermillion, who is the gate city head coach did talk about, and he said, you know, it, he doesn't mind losing to powerhouse teams. He, you know, and he even said, I don't know what happens if we play East rock, East rocks a really good team. And this John Marshall team blew them off the floor and his problem. And he's saying, look at the way Tennessee and their governing body handles it. I haven't looked at how Tennessee handles it. I don't, no, I don't look to Tennessee for advice ever. So, <laughs> no, other than state songs, maybe I do like Rocky Top. But anyway, oh, um, <laughs> the Great Smoky Mountains are fine. But anyway, uh, I digress. The the we, mountains. we do, but they uh, John Marshall has been assembled with a lot of D one talent. All these kids have played AAU ball since they were super young, all the way up. He is alleging, and I talked to another person who will remain nameless because I'm sure he doesn't want his name attached to this, uh, about is he the only one that feels this way or have there been, is this a common sentiment among other coaches? And he said it is. There have been rumblings and rumors. Scott Vermillion is the first one to put a face to it, the comments and put his my, voice on there. Um, my issue, my issue is with the timing. Okay, but if he if doesn't he play this, John Marshall until a state championship, he's not going to be asked about it. I, I just uh, – but if there's been rumblings, and, and I'm sure he's aware. I mean, his top players these last couple of years have played in that same AAU system. So he's been aware of this. I don't like the timing in the post game of getting your butt whipped to be laying into this. If you have a problem with how the team's assembled from the beginning of the year, because I know local coaches here – had said, well, John Marshall's going to win this thing easily. And they did. Um, talk about it sooner. Make a point to get with one of your local reporters and and have it on paper before you even play this game, before you, the, turn, the state tournament even starts. That, hey, it's really strange how this team's put together. I don't appreciate it because I don't think it's a fair playing field. Blah, 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 blah. Then when you get your butt beat by them in the tournament and then you say something, again, well, you're referencing something you've already complained about. If you... I, I, he probably wouldn't be complaining if, if for somehow there was the miraculous, uh, you know, uh, 
Miracle on Ice type win by Gate City where they go out and somehow beat them, he's probably like, well, yeah, they're not even made right, but we still beat them, and we're probably not even talking about this. But instead, right after he gets his butt beat, he's complaining about how the team says, well, I just don't like the timing. Even just separate it. Take your beating, go home, and, and in, a, in a normal season when we don't know what's going to happen next, but you get to the next season, start talking about it then, you know, delete the season. This team's going to be in Class 2 next year. Like, just... I hate the timing of it in the post-game press conference to say that the other team wasn't built right because they weren't. They didn't get assembled that day for that game. They've been that team all season. I just don't like the timing. I don't like the how that views on sportsmanship. Okay, I would like to get what the allegation is out, and then I would like to respond to why I think you're wrong. But the allegation is that these kids okay. are not in John Marshall's district, and then they end up going to John Marshall to play basketball. Or if they are in John Marshall's district, they, hey, 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 if I will respond and I will tell you why you're wrong, (laughs) but he's not even, or if they are in John Marshall's district now, they didn't go through the feeder schools to John Marshall. They moved there right in time for high school, which is the allegation that that's not right. But what the reason I think you're wrong is he is never going to have more media there than he does right there. If he waits to go home, the only people talking to him are people in Gate City. How many people read the Gate City paper? It doesn't go anywhere else. So he's got people in Richmond he's talking to. He's got people from other agencies that are covering other games that might be in that press conference room, hear those comments and write a story on it. He's got his people. He's got Roanoke Times. He's got all kinds of people listening that are never going to hear him talk if it's not right then and there. So I don't have a problem with the timing of it. He's he also doesn't play John Marshall and he doesn't know if he's going to play John Marshall until the very end. So what does it matter if they're a class two team and you're a class two team? Then what difference is that if he's going to play him or not? You're not going to get asked about what do you think about the way John Marshall's built or what do you think about John Marshall and those kids? A, a, A state championship winning basketball coach talks to the level of legitimacy of a a fellow class two state champion or potential state championship basketball team before they become a state championship would be significant. He's not, but he's not going to get asked he's about won it. A state championship. Yeah, but he's not going to get asked about it. The gate city paper at the beginning of the year is not going to be like, Hey coach, what do you think of John Marshall? And will be like, I don't think of you John Marshall. Bring it up. You think I'm thinking of Radford says, right now. This, this, co- these, this team's not built right. Even do it at the beginning of March. Do it before the state. Tur- do it in well, the, after again, the tournament. Well, again, as you enter the state tournament. Hey, I see John Marshall sitting over there. Man, I've heard a lot of uh, things about uh, my familiarity with these kids. Uh, they don't live in the areas. It's, you know, it's really um, strange looking, you know, scouting out ahead for these teams that are in this class two championship. I just don't like the sour grapes of it. To me, it looks like sour grapes. That's how it looks to me. I, I don't have a problem with it. If they're cheating, they're cheating, and you need it needs to be called out. And he's calling it out when he's going to have the most eyes and ears listening to run with the story. I don't have a problem with it. If he waits till he goes home to Gate City and waits two weeks and tells the Gate City paper, because those are the only people who are listening at that point, because no one's going to talk to the runner-up, no one's talking to the runner-up of a state championship game, then who cares? No one hears it. No one listens. It's not out there. And it's still a rumor that really no one is putting voice to when it matters. Now, he's got his face on it. His comments are out there. His face is on it. He says it in a press conference at a VHSL event. And it also gets the attention of the VHSL, who now has to pay attention to it. And the VHSL, lucky for them, they had to cancel everything else. So the tournament organizers and people in charge won't have to answer these questions. Not the right phrasing, but I get what you're saying. They won't, they won't have to answer these questions now, 
but it's going to put pressure on them next year because then people are going to say, if John Marshall starts rattling off wins again, people are going to say, which they will because they're a young team that's built for multiple state championships coming up. But people are going to look at them and say, uh, what that guy from Gate City said, is there any truth to that? And have you guys looked into this? Like I said in my initial way of wish I how he handled it, I wish sometime before this last week he would have no, said something care. even to his local paper so then it, it was him bringing it up again. It wasn't the first time that he was saying something to press about it. That's I don't how care I feel. about that. I don't care about that. Um, yeah, I do. Uh, every other state championship for basketball got – there's two co-champions. Class two have the single, and then every other division has uh, two – so Spotswood girls won back-to-back state championships. They probably were going to win that game. They had their good shot either way. Um, so it's just a strange year. I think, what, what do you say? I guess there's uh, two plus, uh, how many other, uh, there's six classifications of five. The other five classifications. Two is 10, 12, 12. No, five times no, two 11. is 10. So it would be 10. Yeah, but plus two. Five times two is 10 plus two on the class two state champions. So it's 12, 12 yeah. basketball state champions. So yeah. um, it's a, a weird year and it's going to look weird in the record books forever. And uh, let's just hope there's a spring season. I, I think that's what it all comes down to is that they've delayed the beginning of the class two or, or, or class two of the spring sports to even get going here. The season will start this coming week and uh, it's all on hold right now. So let's just hope things improve and, uh, um, no, you're still wrong. We'll It'd be 22. Sequence. It'd be 22 state champions if you're counting boys and girls. Oh, I guess I was just looking at, at, at yeah, I, I was off a number. So 11 boys. Yeah. I 11, added boys 11 boys, girls 11 girls, the, just the boys. Yeah. yeah. I gotcha. Um, so it's just a weird year. Um, it was weird watching Twitter that afternoon. Cause I, you know, I'm watching the ACC about to tip off and all of a sudden they pull them off the floor and, um, there's already announcements that they're going to play with no fans. When they pull them off the floor, there's not going to be any championship. Then I'm looking at my Twitter feed, and VHSL is um, going to play with no fans. And then during the Class yeah. 2 boys game, they cancel the rest of the day and the next day and the next day. It's just – it was crazy. It's just I, – I just – in VHSL, I don't know if they've ever had a crazier day. I think every other time no. they've had some kind of cancellation or movement, it's been, you know – Weather related. At a – not wall games are happening. So right. it's a lot of tough decisions, a lot of, a lot of tough decisions for people. And I don't envy I them. Do. It's a tough call. Goodness. No. Yeah. And I'm not going to the timing for the VHSL, anything with the VHSL and this process, I'm, I'm not gonna throw any hate. I know we were uh, trashing on them the other week. Um, but no, like this is just tough time. And I, it seems like they did their best. And I think in the end they got what they needed to get to. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was kind of, Interesting to see the ACC was kind of the last holdout among the major conferences and maybe all of the conferences. <laughs> the Big East was the last. They played a first half of a game. Oh, that's right. No, you're right. Creighton yeah. Creighton played uh, St. Yeah. John's. Yeah. No, you're <laughs> really weird. You're really right. weird. <laughs> well, there'll be a 30 for 30 about that, I'm sure. Um, yeah, I guess Virginia Tech did get to play in the ACC tournament, kind of. They got killed by UNC in their ACC tournament game. So that season is over, over. And UNC got killed the next night. Yeah, well. But cool. it doesn't matter. It's like it never happened. Cool, yeah. Um, CBI agreement will never get proven right or wrong. I don't think they were going to go. <laughs> um, the XFL, 
they were the last professional league to cancel and they ended up, well, I guess not play and they ended up canceling the rest of their regular season. Uh, I hope, I know they budgeted to lose money for three seasons. The first three years is what they're telling people. I really, really hope they have enough to go with. To lose and, that much this year. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're, you're not playing half your year and then your postseason. Um, NASCAR didn't happen. So I guess NASCAR was actually after the XFL. Uh, now they were thinking still about riding it. with the no fans plan for a while, which what did... is the point that that sport almost exclusively is gate driven that yeah, that I, one I, I, I was like, that, but what's I think the, the contrary point? to that is like you're not in a arena. You're not you, you you're in you, cars. You, yeah, you're in cars and like pits pit teams are the only people really close to each other. So like you have the probably the least person to person contact of any sports. Um even even golf, I mean, would he be you'd be closer into proximity to people? So um, yeah, NASCAR kind of held on as long as they could, but I think then once they kind of settled back and realized why be the only thing running um, with the liability with the potential. Now the UFC is the only thing running. Yeah, the UFC is the only thing running. I think they actually had a fight this weekend. I think they're in like Brazil or something. Yeah, they were in Brazil, um, and they're they have a fight coming up in London, unless the uk that tells them yeah, unless the uk like, tells them they can't um yeah. be shocked in which case they'll probably try to move it to vegas at their training facility like they are talking about with some other ones but well we'll leave that we up hope to them. To get all these sports going back especially the local sports um so our local athletes i mean you talk about college and there's been the talk of giving seniors particularly in spring sports additional year of eligibility and i think well, the ncaa is they already are. yeah division one something division one um, athletes yeah there, there's no uh, extending uh, eligibility for high school players. So you really hope, uh, just for the sake of our humanity, I hope things can get going well enough oh, again yeah. that these that these spring athletes can go back to a normal life. And if that includes sports or just having graduation, you know, even going back to school That's or true. enjoying, uh, you know, your spring senioritis, <laughs> uh, you know, that yeah, you're uh, getting it out now probably, in the winter. Yeah. Yeah, it's just going to be uh, it's just a weird it's going to be a weird time here. So we're hoping things get back to normal as soon as possible. Um, and uh, I guess that's that's all I really got there. Um, let's just jump. Let's just jump to the next block. All right. D block time on the Act Sports podcast and. Between blocks here, Joe and I are, you know, <laughs> talking about uh, the podcast. I, I think it's our intent to keep on coming on regularly. Um, it's never, it's, it's just a good time to remind you subscribe to this podcast. It, it may not be our normal release schedule here in the coming weeks. Um, things might occur. I mean, heck, last Thursday, I think I was thinking about and was coming on, and I was like, eh, it can wait till Monday. We'll know what we're talking about more. I don't know if that's the truth, but make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And um, you know. Remind your friends that we talk high school sports. Now's a good time to go back and listen to what we said about uh, state championships and postseason play from your teams uh, last fall and last winter. Um, and also tell your friends this is what we're doing. And um, you're going to hear probably a lot of Joe and Leland's personal opinions and, and Joe and Leland's uh, tips on entertainment that are, are not sports here in the next at least week or two and uh, hopefully only a week or two. Um, so uh, just make sure you subscribe and, and find us on all of those normal things that we'll remind you here at the end um go ahead i was gonna say while we're before we get into the final block here uh, i will say uh, 
you know, Leland and I have floated some ideas. I, I'll tell you yeah. one that is not going to be a surprise to listeners is uh, of 4D Sports is one that maybe Disney Plus is a thing. Leland and I both have it. Maybe we pick a Disney movie to watch and we review it as adults. Now we're watching it again as adults. And how have our views changed? Or what do we think about it now? Because I notice <laughs> when I watch some of those Disney classics sometimes, i.e. The Little Mermaid, there are no heroes in The Little Mermaid except for little, uh, except for I always said Little Sebastian, which is a pony horse in Parks yeah. and Rec, but Sebastian the Crab. That's the only hero in that entire movie. Everyone else is a villain of some sort. There's there's some tough tough stuff for uh, to show your young daughters in that movie. It's uh, that's what I've learned. So um, yeah, don't yeah. listen to Daddy. Yeah, that's not a great lesson you want to be <laughs> well, portraying to your daughter. But I mean, all she does is obey men. I mean, she's either uh, either with her dad or she's is she she's disobeying? She's really not listening hey. to her dad. Being married to that prince is the only thing that matters, apparently. And wow. losing your voice to do so. You cannot communicate. You cannot communicate your personal thoughts just an effort to give you a chance to be with that prince. That's a pretty crap message. Sure. Let's let's not review The Little Mermaid from Disney Plus here in the coming weeks because I won't have anything positive to say. Let's uh, – uh, that's also a reminder. If you have any ideas – you think – Yeah, if you have any ideas, about, that's what I was going to get to as well. Yeah. If you have any ideas – comment them let us know we'd be happy to entertain a lot of things obviously we're not <laughs> going to talk about politics um but we will entertain a lot of other stuff uh you know disney i'm going to be whatever's on netflix uh if you have bracket ideas that you think leland and i should break down on the next episode of the yak sports podcast we're going to need something to talk about so we will probably entertain that um yep yeah so with it Speaking of entertainment, uh, I'll go ahead and go with what has been dominating my life this weekend. A lot of Netflix, a lot of MLB The Show, which got released, and I hadn't planned on getting the pre-order, but once I didn't have sports to distract me, I got the pre-order. And I upgraded yeah. the pre-order so I could get the early release. So I've got it. I'm playing it. It's cool. Um, <laughs> you know, this is the benefit of being a 30-year-old single man. You don't have anybody else telling you... <laughs> what they want to do with the TV. It's whatever I want to do with the TV. So I've played a lot of it today. I played some of it yesterday, uh, played a lot of it today. Um, and I've been watching the office as usual. Uh, always sunny has kicked on now, uh, on Hulu. So I, I watched some of that as well. Uh, those are shows always sunny in particular, not family friendly. Uh, but if you have a, a darker sense of humor, it's a great show. So, uh, yeah, we, I mean, we generally have Netflix, you know, in the evenings, we try to watch something um, here and there. Uh, I did today kind of in quarantine time here. Uh, I watched that new Marky Mark movie on Netflix, the action movie. Um, it has one of the guys from Black Panther in it. It it wasn't the worst thing I've ever watched. It also wasn't the greatest. It was a typical Marky Mark. Um, I didn't even realize up, Mark there was Wahlberg, one. Uh, shooting up and and action stuff uh shooter is always like one of my more favorite of one of those yeah from him. i thought that was one of the better movies of that genre um but uh it was okay it was as it, probably worth watching i would say put it on um if you have extra time at home um it, there was worse things to watch it kind of reminded me of four brothers more than anything um what, the one what's he made it where he was like in detroit huh? what is it called oh man spencer confidential or something i think okay i think i yeah and i think that sounds I right. I do remember seeing that come up on Netflix as like a recommended thing. And I was like, not now, Netflix. Uh, 
That's yeah. cute that you think I'm about to watch something not named The Office, but okay. Yeah, it, it got me. It just hit this afternoon. I was going to, uh, honestly, I was putting my son down for a nap. So I was just had something on the TV and I, I just started watching it. And so he went to sleep with the sounds of bullets and cursing, I guess. Um, good fathering. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so anyway, we watched, uh, I watched that. Uh, I didn't put my wife through that. And then we've been watching, though, we started uh, The Hunters on the Prime. And with oh, Al Pacino, yeah. I uh, I'm not digging it. Really, I don't think it's that great. I really I've don't. heard good things uh, about it. I've heard good things too, and I thought we would like it. And uh, I, honestly, my wife I think gave up on it. So I I don't know if we're going to continue with it even. Wow. Um, <laughs> you know the my typical thing when I say I don't like a show is how negative it is. It's very negative. I mean, the subject matter alone is um, uh, just. It, I don't know. There's just nothing bringing me back. There's nothing for me to look forward to. And even like what you want, you probably should be rooting for. I'm just, they're killing Nazis. What's not to like, you like that, but it's, it's pretty gruesome in the process and, um, very unbelievable. Just like, it's like they're trying to make it believable, but it it isn't, it's very over the top. Um, and it's not, but not over the top enough to that. Then they're suspending believe you know it's just it's it's in that middle area and i think it's a little too much it's just my brain's not buying it um see i was wondering how close it was going to be to that movie uh that was made i think the movie was called munich uh where they made a movie about uh the israeli government going after the people behind the munich attacks during the olympics and hunting them down and that was a very vengeful film um i actually liked that one but i haven't seen this so i can't speak to this I think the thing that might like help you understand what I'm saying, there's a little Quentin Tarantino to it. There's a little, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I get it. If it's, if it's gruesome, then yes, it's, it can be hard to watch and a little stylized. And, um, I, I mean, I kind of go back to Django unchained. Like, I guess it wears on me. Like, yeah, we shouldn't be, no one should be, you know, the Nazis shouldn't be racist against Jewish people. And, 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 and then going back to Django unchained, like racism in America, like it should, like, I guess I just don't need to be like reminded that it's wrong. I guess like that aspect of these where it's like reminding you how wrong it is to kill people for no reason. Um, it, it just, I, I guess it like, I feel like it's wasting my time and I'd rather like get further in the story on that. But um, anyway, that's how I feel about that. Um, so I guess I'm not recommending the hunters right now. Okay. Uh, what I am recommending is what's been dominating my life. And it seems like it's a summer thing that's turned into in my house. We play Uno just after every meal, any spare moment where we're all in the same room and we have some time, get done with homework, get home in from work. We're playing Uno, and it's fun. And, I mean, we don't sit there for eight hours and play, but we'll play three games and then go do other things or eat dinner, you know, whatever it is. So it's been fun. I grew up playing that game. I remember in preschool um, I was playing it a lot uh, with my grandma. So it's a lot of good memories that it brings with me. and also, Uno is a game that you can be very good at at a young age. Like, And I loved it when we taught my kids two years ago, or my oldest two years ago. My second um, middle kid learned last summer. So we were playing as four people playing last summer. For them to learn the strategy and for you to kind of witness them learn the strategy, it's just a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, you can a seven-year-old can be really good at Uno. So it's really fun to play with her. And uh, 
and even one-on-one matchups and and stuff like that. So the biggest problem in our house with Uno is when we really light one of the kids up, they can't their little hands can't hold all those cards. So uh, and I'm no mercy. I mean, I'm love it. I'll, yeah, you got to teach I'll them put a, a lesson. Draw four with a draw yeah. two right behind it all day. Yeah. So um, they they get it and they and they beat me. I mean, they they beat us because they they're trained to be good. So it's really fun to play Uno. Um, and I and also I think in these last couple of days playing it a lot, it just getting back to some simple things. And, uh, you really can't, you know, you can watch a Disney movie and still be kind of on your phone, checking the news and you can, uh, be running around the yard and still kind of maybe pull out your phone and check what's up when you're playing. Uno, you got to be in it. So that phone's down fully committed and everybody's on the same page. It's a lot of fun. And, uh, it's been, it's been good. And, and that's one thing I really like about what's turned into now a pattern during the summers. We play a lot of Uno. So I'm, I'm glad the warm weather's here. Yeah. So what do you know that I need to know? Uh, so this would be my other Netflix recommendation. Cause when I haven't been watching the office this weekend on Netflix, I've watched a documentary series that I'm almost positive is by the BBC because it's narrated by a guy who does the BBC nature documentaries that Netflix has said is theirs. I'm, I'm pretty sure I've seen some of this footage on a BBC documentary too. But anyway, it's called One Planet. It's really great. Um, there's some very visually stunning shots in this documentary. Some of the animals that they go to, I, I could do without. Like, there's the the one that I just, I'm on the polar episode now, and I'm getting ready to finish it up. They, they focus on the walruses a little too much for me. Um, that's an animal I just have no love for. It's nothing personal with the walruses. They're just ugly, and I just don't care to see them. But there's also an awful lot of penguins in it. Um, but you penguins know, are awesome. Penguins are awesome. I love uh, a penguin. Maybe it's because I hate Pittsburgh so much. But anyway, <laughs> there's um, one of the opening shots of the whole documentary is like this jungle, and it comes up again when they get to the jungles episode. Now that I think about it, I'm in the jungles episode. Um, I finished that polar one. But... Um, it comes up again in the Jungles episode, and it is just awesome. It's just this super far-out shot of this jungle canopy. And just the way it looks, you're just like, wow, that is so beautiful. Um, a lot of great shots in there, and I highly recommend it. If you're bored and you just want to learn something, th- these documentaries, there is a lot of stuff to learn that they do get to. And again, once you make it through the Polar episode with the, the amount of penguins that there are and the walruses, uh, it's pretty good. We watch a lot of those kind of things with the kids, and uh, my oldest is really into animals, super into animals, um, can tell you a lot about animals that I don't even know, because she really pays attention to those shows, and, and the ones even made for younger kids, but we, we watch the older ones in the one the series called Hunters, where it was, I mean, it was just nature, predators, um, oh yeah, the Hunters, I, there was a Hunters, it was on uh, BBC America, I think, where it was, okay. it was one of these shows, but it just was predator like tigers and like you know and uh that's cool throughout the world it was really cool and i mean we watch it we watch nature you know nature happens yeah yeah so uh my kids really do enjoy that we tried some of the one planet um just because it is a calmer it is very calm and so uh my wife had our youngest son trying to you know kind of have that on trying to get him to take a nap he gets so excited every different animal that comes on the screen. It just didn't work <laughs> work for that process because he's just uh, at that age where something different comes on the screen. He's really excited. Uh, apparently, Mark Wahlberg isn't one of them. But, yeah, the animals he, he can't nap during. So um, it's been – that is a good show. We I, I just caught a little bit of it uh, when she was trying that with him. But uh, I'm sure we'll be watching more. Yeah. 
Um, what I know that you need to know is, uh, I guess this whole process has just reminded me, uh, and this is my PSA is just pay attention to where your news is coming from. Just stop, stop reading opinions and just hear facts from the people that know. And, um, I just, I, I might just leave it at that. It's just pay attention to where your news is coming from. Cause if, if three people have shared it on your Facebook news feed, it's probably not your needs to be your main source of news. You should probably really at this time be paying attention to particularly like, I know people think NPR is liberal. It just seems very factual to me. Um, but NPR straight from the CDC, straight from the government. And, uh, I know as soon as you get into the government, you start thinking about politics. Just listen to the facts that are being said, and particularly the experts that are at mics that are talking. Those are the people you need to listen to and not, um, you know, the toilet paper update from Stanton Walmart. So that's that's my thing there. Um, just kind of reminding me, I think it's just been drilled in my head these last few days. Is just really paying attention. If, if they talk about you need to be scared or you need to have – then you're not watching news. So just have that in your head. Make sure you look to the right stuff and um, and go from there. I was looking at something that was sent to me, um, so I didn't catch all of it. But I think the CDC is another good source to get your information from. You know, I I, I mentioned that in there, but yeah, okay. it, doctors it's just direct as much direct as possible. Yeah, yeah, doctors, not social media fan pages of whatever. Um, yeah. So that. And also, if you have toilet paper, don't go buy more toilet paper. Don't be that person. Yeah, we just have a normal amount of toilet paper in our house. Yeah. Like, I was low on toilet paper. I found some, thank goodness. So I won't have to resort to the UVA section of Walmart. And thank goodness. (laughs) But I guess it could come to that. I guess, you know, I could talk to Jeff if I get in a pinch. He might be able to help me out. But um... (laughs) We, We were lucky. We went to Costco on the front side of this. I mean, we were aware of, of yeah, yeah, the yeah. potentials out there, but we weren't stocking up. We just happened to go to Costco like a week, two weeks ago when we were at the JMU game and yeah. we got a big thing. To- so we're good, but we didn't buy eight of them. We just bought one big old thing. Yeah, If you store. have more than one giant pack of toilet paper, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> you're the problem. Yeah. Don't, don't do that. And don't do that with other stuff too. I mean, yeah, look, I went to the grocery store. Two, I would, I would take if right. Someone has two big things. That's fine. You only go to Costco once a month. Fine. Okay. I gotcha. But yeah, five is a problem. But um, yeah, I, I know I texted with you because uh, we're recording this early, but um, that I was making another grocery store run. And my problem is I notice things I don't have later. I'm not very good at making lists. And so then I'm like, oh, yeah, I need that. And I just go out and get a few things. And it's I will say the grocery store was almost empty, which is good because that means people are listening and they're taking it seriously. I'm just an idiot. Um, but I will say there's a lot of stuff missing. And the only thing I was looking for that I couldn't find because I have toilet paper, I have soap. I don't need those. They were definitely gone, but I don't need them. Um, were, were hamburger buns, but they had garlic toast. So I'm going to have garlic toast cheeseburgers, I guess, which that's fine. It's, I'm actually kind of excited to try them now. Um, (laughs) and we'll see. It's not a donut ham hamburger, but I mean, yeah, maybe, (laughs) maybe I'll have a new favorite food after all this is done, but yeah. It's like sheets have those on pretzels. They have the burgers on pretzels at sheets. Yeah. Oh, the the hot dogs with pretzel buns are really good at sheets. Yeah. Let me recommend that if you haven't done that before or the Johnson, (laughs) the Italian sausages, um, same, same thing. So, uh, for our weekly $85 million update, we already referenced that 
I'm now doubting myself. I, I think I've always doubted myself in my ability to give up these things we talk about. Like, I, I, I think the only way for me to give up office would be for it not to be available to me. I don't think I have the willpower to give up sports. I think I, I would need the, it needs to be taken away from me to be well, able to have the willpower. But um, I, hope I haven't happy. come up with anything new. I've, I've probably only just doubted myself on the things I've already said. Yeah, it's really hard to do that. And I think that's the thing. Like, it's frustrating to not have sports. We've talked about it numerous times this, this episode. But, I mean, it, it happens, and that's life. And so now you move on, and you have to go to different stuff. And it's not going to be forever. Um, I don't think it will be forever. I have faith in our medical community and our, our doctors and everyone to be able to get this under control eventually. And then, you know, when, when it's back, we'll have a new appreciation for it. And I just think the important thing right now is even if you're a younger person and you're listening to this and you're thinking, well, it's not going to do anything to me. It does things to other people that you care about or other people in this country, which hopefully that's enough reason to not do something that might hurt them. Even if you don't know them, hopefully your moral compass is correct enough to realize that's not something you should be doing. Um, look, my birthday is next week. Would I like to go out and celebrate with friends? Yeah, you bet. But I got to be honest, I'm leaning toward not doing that, not because I don't want to see my friends or celebrate, but because I don't want to force people to come out to entertain me. I don't want to spread the risk or increase the risk of spreading coronavirus to somebody else, even if I don't know them and it's somebody that just those people know. So I, I think just, my, my little PSA interrupting there is also, I think everybody's focusing on people 60 and older, 70 and older, like anybody with a certain kinds of um, health uh, issues yeah. could have a problem. And that there's no age for that. You know, and it's just like you see someone parking in a handicapped spot or, or, uh, or some kind of spot, you, you don't know what people are going through. And you, you might question, well, how come, you know, they look fine. Why do they have a handicap? Because you just don't know what people have. So don't just assume this is only dangerous for people 60 and older. It's dangerous to all sorts of people. So just accept that and, and just be careful like <laughs> that way. And I mean, the grocery stores, I think generally are probably going to stay open here because people are going to need it. But like choose the right time to go or if it looks super busy, maybe like, OK, I'll come back in two hours and see just to avoid putting yourself in that situation. Let others make mistakes. Also, don't be the person that just yells at everybody all the time. Just yeah. make sure you're living your life the best. Support other people living their life the right way. And if people aren't, maybe mention it to them, but just then move on. Don't don't be the ones that don't be the type of person that yells for people for having a cookout on Memorial Day. Just live your life the way you want to and let others do what they want to do and help encourage them to live it, the, to do the right thing. But then try to make wise decisions and not keep this thing alive. Yeah. So that's the experts talking there. <laughs> yeah, we're getting that from the CDC, who, by the way, recommended just while we were talking, not having gatherings over 50 people now. So again, this will continue to evolve and, Leland and I will try to be here and keep doing the podcast in some shape, way, or form. Even if we can't talk sports because there is no sports, we'll try to find ways to make it entertaining for everyone. So again, if you have any recommendations, please drop them off in the comments. Or if you have Leland and I's direct numbers and you don't feel strong <laughs> enough in your comment to have it be out there on social media, text it to one of us and we will be glad to hear it and we'll take it under advisement. 
shows you the strength of this show. Most people that listen to us have our numbers. <laughs> yeah. So on that note, share it with other people because we're going to get really entertaining here in the next few weeks talking about stuff that's not sports related. Real R-rated show. <laughs> we might. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but uh, again, if um, I, I'll just go ahead and throw this out there. I know I've thrown it out to Leland. I've thrown it out to other people I know. Um, anyone listening to this that lives, you know, in the area and not say out of state, uh, I'll throw it out there. If you guys, if you end up being in a situation where you can't go out, but you really need something, throw it out there. You can message us. Leland might be the one that reads it, but he can forward it to me. Um, I will, I, I, I have said it before. I'll say it again. I'm a 30 year old single man in an apartment. So my risk of spreading it is really small, especially when I don't go out all that often during this. But if you need something from the grocery store, but you're scared yourself to go out there, I am willing to go pick up any groceries and drop them off at your door. If that's what has to be done, just so you don't have to expose yourself in that way. Because again, if if I go out, get those groceries, and it turns out, you know, by doing that, I end up getting sick. I will recommend, even if I do that, you're probably going to want to Lysol or disinfect or whatever. Uh, anyway, but, and I will be taking all the precautions I can, but if something happens to me where I get sick, it's not as big of a deal for me. I'm just going to stay home for two weeks or however long it takes to get better, and that will be the end of it. So I understand that that's not the case for everyone. And again, it, something Leland was saying, just be better people. That's kind of what we need to do in this kind of situation. We all just need to realize we are one people. We are one country. We are one planet um, to go back to the documentary. But um, we just have to take care of each other and do the right thing. And I, I will do anything I can to help anybody that needs help. Uh, because I would hope that if the situations were reversed, I would have people to rely on when I needed them. So feel free to reach out, and uh, we'll we'll be doing more episodes, like I said. So leave comments on something you would like Leland and I to talk about next week. Uh, we might come up with one of those brackets that Leland found. Um, maybe it's the fast food bracket, because maybe you're wondering what my final four in the fast food bracket was. <laughs> um, I'm not going to say it, just in case that's what we have to go to, but... Uh, we'll, it will be talking about all kinds of goofy stuff and entertainment and anything that we can get our hands on uh, to talk about, because I want to do this selfishly. So I have somebody to talk to uh, in Leland yeah. and we can keep doing this because it's fun and I enjoy the podcast, obviously. Otherwise, we wouldn't be doing it. Some of those, uh, you know, late, deep middle of the summer sports radio debates might come into play here, too. I mean, so if you have one of those sports topics, one of those overall questions, I think we've beat Jordan. We're not doing a Jordan LeBron debate. No, I think we've already talked about Pete Rose Hall of Fame debate. But any of those other big sports topics that we haven't hit on, throw them out there. Remind us of them. Yeah, uh, we'd probably like to talk about them and think about sports. Yeah. And uh, you might apply apply our number one entertainment (laughs) to our podcast. You you might hear about the (laughs) Richmond Cougars Diamond Diamond Dynasty campaign. I don't know. Uh, It's possible (laughs) if we get really starved for topics. So. Uh, be sure to throw any ideas out our way because we'd love to take them under advisement in addition to what Leland and I are going to be talking about, trying to figure out what we want to talk about next week anyway. And for the following weeks, because this is more than just a one or two week thing probably. But until then, folks, again, share the episode, tell your friends. Uh, we hope that you subscribe to us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. You can follow us on Twitter at Yak Sports Pod. Facebook Yak Sports Pod or Gmail Yak Sports Pod at gmail.com. 
Again, we're looking to get more listeners and share it. So be sure to share it with your friends. Leland and I have a good time. We hope that you listeners enjoy the topics that we do talk about. And, um, and we hope that you enjoy the sports topics when we do talk about those as well. So please be safe in, in during these times. And until next week, folks, we hope you have a good week and a safe week and uh, have a good night.